Welcome back to the Nerd Grounds Podcast. As always, it is your boy, Jake, and here with me today is my man, Dr. Blake. What's up, Blake? Uh, good morning. How are hey. you? <laughs> I'm doing, I beat I'm you doing, to it. Ah, uh, fuck you. All right. I'm, I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. Um, do you have uh, any medical advice uh, for the new year? This is our first episode of 2020. Uh, I'm sorry, I don't. I'm trying to get into meteorology now. I, I thought that was gonna be my shtick. Oh. I was gonna. Be, yeah, yeah, you can have it. I'll let you have that one. All right. Um, well, do you have any weather recommendations for us? Well, I don't advise wearing a tank top uh, when it's below thirty-two degrees outside. <laughs> that could be considered medical advice. Uh, well, I mean, that's just the weather advice. You know, it's gonna be cold. I suggest putting on a sweater. Sweaters are nice. I have a couple. Yeah. Yeah, they're nice. I'm wearing one right now. That's good to hear. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, slippers too, but don't wear the slippers outside. Yeah, because they're slippers. Yeah. These are nice. Nice Rick and Morty slippers, actually. Um, Sent to me as a Christmas gift uh, by my my fellow co-host here, Blakey. Uh, thank you for those, buddy. I, I love these. <laughs> I figured you would. Uh, and then, uh, of course, my... Um, brilliant ass has uh just realized <laughs> i uh, haven't even sent blake's christmas gift over yet um so yeah i just told blake that before we started recording but uh that'll be sent in the mail blake you're gonna love it and you can talk all about it next time we record it when you finally get it but anyways blake so i'm sure a lot of people have been wondering and waiting and asking and i know people have asked me where this episode has been but you know a big movie <laughs> came out this past what what's so funny huh uh, nothing oh fuck you, you oh, i just out. i <laughs> i just took my time watching it that's all i was laughing about yeah yeah i know yeah blake uh blake was in no hurry to see this movie and it's it's star wars the rise of the skywalker for those of you who don't know um, what i'm talking about but yeah a few people have actually asked me where this episode has been at blake and like i said like you said you're in no hurry to see this movie based off of the uh the reaction to the last jedi that we both shared and i don't think we share the same reaction for the rise of the skywalker yeah and maybe I'm experiencing Star Wars fatigue a little bit more than you are. Yeah, I would say so because, like, for me, I actually <laughs> still I still haven't even finished watching Solo, uh, personally. So I'm like, I mean, I don't know if I, I don't know if you'd even call it Star Wars fatigue, but I don't know. I've just I don't know. I enjoyed the movie, and let's just say Blake didn't enjoy it as much as no, I, I did. Well, yeah, I still enjoyed it, but like, I definitely enjoyed it more than The Last Jedi. I'll say that. Oh, yeah, it was way better of a movie than The Last Jedi, that's for sure. The Last yeah. Jedi was not a Star Wars movie. I mean, I guess a lot of people's argument is that it's a, you know, it's a great standalone movie out, you know, as a movie itself, it's a great stupid, movie, but the problem That's a stupid that's argument a, when it's not a standalone yeah, movie. <laughs> exactly, I know. It's not. It's a middle of a trilogy and it's a Star Wars movie. It doesn't feel like either of those things, you know, so uh, there was a lot of references in the last or the Rise of the Skywalker, uh, referencing uh, from J.J. Abrams the uh, previous the, the previous movie um, thrown in by J.J. Abrams that we'll talk about later on here shortly. Uh, a lot of things that kind of almost retconned, um, not really in a way. He just kind of went back, um, kind of to throw some shade. Um, but yeah, so there was a, a couple lines. I mean. I mean, we, let's go ahead and get started. First thing, um, Blake, did you realize that, I guess, when Kylo Ren first got that um, Sith Wayfinder, do you know where he got it from? Oh, I've heard about this. Was it was it Dathomir, or was it somewhere else? I'm pretty sure it was Mustafar. That was Mustafar? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he actually went into Darth Vader. It was at Darth Vader's castle at Mustafar. I'm not... A hundred percent on that, but I think I did read that somewhere. Um, I think like on one of those Snapchat from IGN, their little IGN story on Snapchat is where I saw that. Um, I could be mistaken. Um, so this is one of the issues I have with the movie exactly. They're 
kind of pulling like a JK Rowling that they're releasing relevant information after it's already been out. Yeah, I can yeah, I can see what you're saying. There's a lot of stuff and like one of my biggest argu- issues with it as well cuz I do it wasn't a gr- perfect movie. I do have complaints here and there and there's a lot of stuff that I've read afterwards that like you mentioned that should have been put into the movie that they said they didn't think that it was that relevant so they cut it out to give the characters more screen time which i think is really shitty i mean the story yeah. is more important than the characters exactly I mean, uh, all right exactly. I don't, I don't. <laughs> we'll work our way towards it yeah so i mean let's start i'm gonna start in the beginning when you know obviously kylo ren it, like the first part of the movie is like you get rushed right away the, the opening crawl you get told that the emperor uh, is back from the dead really no explanation about that at all which is one of the complaints that i had and like another thing a real big issue that i had one because i hate Fortnite. um you know you can hate me for that if you want uh you know i'm not a big fan of Fortnite, uh but at all but anyways uh, like did you know about the whole star wars Fortnite thing with emperor palpatine's actual when they say the dead speak he had a call across the galaxy and the actual call appears in like the Fortnite Star Wars weekend that they had right before the ga- movie the came fuck? out. I didn't know about that. I would probably would have waited another week if I've known that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah. So like it's actual like I guess you do a mission and you get on the Millennium Falcon. The Millennium Falcon takes off. I don't know what the exact mission is. I don't, I don't know. But afterwards, when you complete it, uh, you hear a broadcast. The broadcast from Emperor Palpatine. It's something, you know, the day of the Sith has come, um, something, blah, 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 revenge. Um, I don't know. It's some, That's Palpatine's call across the galaxy. It's was in Fortnite. So, so that was, yeah, so only, you, only for, if you played that Fortnite weekend, you knew about, about that, you know. So. so for some cool Star Wars stuff, you either have to be playing Fortnite or watching some annoying ass kid on YouTube playing Fortnite. Pretty much, but like, I, you know, I only knew about it because I was doing some research after watching the movie myself. Uh, you know, Stupid. Like, you know, it's dumb. You, you, it's dumb that you have to really do research. Uh, but, you know, overall, the ending is what made up for it. We'll get to that later on. But I liked, I enjoyed the movie. I did. There was some parts, and this is, okay, so Blake, your, one of your arguments about it was there was nothing that really got you excited, really got I you. Don't, yeah, it was a movie, and... I just, I, I, there wasn't really that many memorable moments for me. I mean, stuff happened for sure. Yeah, obviously, but. Okay, well, what about the part when it w- appeared that Ray had killed Chewie? Did that, did uh, you not, did you not get a little, did that not get to you? Was that I, not? I didn't believe it. <laughs> you didn't believe it? No, I was like, he's probably going to come back later. And it was probably like a different ship or some bullshit like that. So you knew right away. You weren't fooled. I wouldn't say I wasn't fooled. I just didn't react to it because I thought it was just going to be some bait or some shit. And I was supposed to be happy later on. No. Uh, so you really you weren't fooled at all. Uh, no, I really wouldn't say that. I was just like when I saw it, I just assumed that it was that uh, some trickery. And then I guess my assumption was right. So uh, me personally. I thought they were gonna just killing off another original trilogy character. I was fooled. I really thought Chewbacca had just died in the last in the Rise of Skywalker. Um, well, see, look at it this way: they're already being extremely cautious. They wouldn't kill off a a fan favorite like that with not a, even a proper death. I think they would maybe can they would they probably considered killing off Chewbacca, but not. And a death like that, where you don't like give him a more heroic death. Well, that could have just added to like Ray's fall, like tempting towards you know the dark side. In my opinion, obviously with that force lightning ability. Oh um, yeah, I have a lot of thoughts on Ray in general. <laughs> okay, so that. so I mean, let's just talk about different stuff. We're not going to go through the whole entire movie scene by scene. So let's just go ahead and talk about you know certain plot points, big plot points from the movie. So that's yeah. So obviously, you know, we've already kind of talked about the Emperor kind of coming back out of nowhere. Um, Which was, and um, I guess, just found out that they give more information about that in a deleted scene. Oh, <laughs> you want to talk about deleted scenes? 
So you know how the have you read the whole release the JJ cut? Because this is a whole new thing, the whole oh, new director's God. cut issue. I no, yes, I know. You know, there's the whole release the Snyder cut thing, and you know I'm whether so or not tired. <laughs> okay, I know. So this one is just proving that people can be assholes. But this is actually one that I really would want to see. Me being a a true Star Wars fan. Because I've heard, I've been reading a lot lately that J.J. Abrams got screwed over by Disney uh, towards the very end. You know, a lot of the stuff that he thought was going to be in the movie wasn't even in the movie. Stuff, yeah, you know, I heard very similar. there's a lot of studio interference on this one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but, I mean, like, so there's a lot of stuff from this, you know, Abrams cut, this J.J. cut that was, you know, supposed to be left out of the movie and a lot of it did have to do evolve around, you know, surrounding the Emperor. But what were you about to say that you saw just saw? Wait, what? I was just talking about the deleted scene that that revealed oh, yeah. more information about the Emperor coming back to life. But yeah, they left it out of the three theatrical cut. Do you know what like it involved? Like what was what was in the scene? That's all I heard. It was just a deleted scene. I heard Oscar Isaac talking about it. Okay, yeah, because I know the, the the actors have spoken out. You know, Dominic Moynihan, the guy who was, you know, everyone knows him from the Lost, you know, the Lost guy. He was I a know dead him from Lord of the Rings. Excuse okay. me. Okay, okay, yeah, you know, Lord of the Rings, Lost. Um, he was also in X Men, um, the Deadpool, the you know, the Wolverine one. The he, yeah, oh, we won't talk okay. about that one. Yeah, sorry. Um. <laughs> But yeah, he's um, specifically said that there was some stuff that he wanted to he wants to see the director's cut released. So there was a lot of stuff that these actors are speaking out about that they thought would should have made the movie that didn't make the movie. You know, this movie I've heard that this movie could have well been over three hours um, that J.J. had planned. So how Whether long was not, it again? It was around two and a half, I want to say. OK, I but guess there, that's like the average for a Star Wars movie. Yeah, yeah, no, I would have totally been okay with over a three-hour movie. I was okay with Endgame being over three hours. I was would have been totally okay with Rise of Skywalker being the also the, you know the finale of another great saga being over three hours. Well worth it in my opinion. But whether or not we'll ever get to see that director's cut, uh, I'm man, sure I, they'll add more. Well, when the D, when it gets released on DVD, you'll either have a director's cut or you'll be able to watch the deleted scenes. We're talking about Disney here, Blake. So you got to remember that. So, okay. Um, I guess I shouldn't as- assume things. Yeah, yeah. Um, but well, I mean, one can hope. Thing, well, sorry to cut you off, but no, another no. thing was Lando's daughter. See, that is another thing that hasn't totally been uh, confirmed. No, it, it has been confirmed. Uh, really? Yes, it's been confirmed in some fucking book. It's a Mart book. Okay. Um, I know that you know it, the time, the age matched up, and his daughter was taken by you know the first order, and you know it was like a possibility, like a huge what if. But then I also seen like people were saying that Lando was hitting on her at the end, the like fuck? yeah, I've I've seen a lot of stupid shit. Um, I personally like the idea of it being her, his daughter, but I didn't see, it, I didn't think it was confirmed. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it got confirmed in a book. Okay, okay, that's pretty cool. I told you, it's this J.K. Rowling shit. Yeah, yeah, and also, like, um, you know, if you've read the Aftermath books, which is the trilogy by Chuck Wendig, I believe, but it's it's a little bit of a, it leads up from right after the um, Return of the Jedi, right after that battle, and it leads up to the Battle of Jakku, and it, it leads to a lot of details that, like, I guess the Emperor's closest followers after the Rise of Skywalker all... Um, gathered pretty much in the farthest reaches with, on that planet Exegol, and they they've been you know that was his followers who've been sitting there and plotting his you know, return pretty much. And uh, one of the things that they kind of glimp, it's literally like a, a shot that is pretty well done in my opinion, and it explains without explaining it um, like verbally. A, f- a physical shot. Well, I mean, it kind of does. It touches on it a little bit, but it explains that Snoke was a clone, and we actually see a shot with all these tanks that are f- yeah. like cloning tanks full of Snoke's bodies. And, you know, Palpatine does say that he was Snoke. He's been the one that he's been controlling Ben the whole time. So, I mean, it kind of does. So, Snoke was just a clone body that Palpatine has been, you know, making multiples of. And we also see that. You know, it's kind of a, a flashback to the Dark Empire books from that are now known as like the Star Wars Legends that are non-canon. 
because um, that was something that Palpatine did was you know make multiple clones after he had died you know because you know with his force abilities that they were talked about that a lot of people talked about in the sequel trilogy um, that he'd mentioned in Return or Revenge of the Sith the third movie against Anakin is that you know he has conquered you know life after death pretty much with his ability of the dark side so I don't know there's a lot of different stuff that was yeah left out there's another scene um, from one of Tom Taylor's uh, Star Wars Rise of, um, Rise of the Empire, I forget which the exact title, the series of the book, but it was a one shot of Snoke from Tom Taylor, and it took it showed uh, Snoke taking Kylo Ren to Dagobah or Luke trained, um, and you know it's they could still sense him there, and uh, Snoke makes a comment to Luke or Kylo that if he had Luke, um, his galaxy would already have been his by now. Um, that, you know, he, cause Kylo says he's weak. Snoke says he's not weak. He's misguided. If I would have had him at my side, I would have, the galaxy would have been mine already, <laughs> which I thought was kind of cool. You know, little reference to, you know, the, the emperor still wanting, uh, Luke at his side, but, you know, kind of settling for his grand or his nephew. Oh, well, but I mean, let's go ahead and talk about, you said you wanted to, you got a lot to talk about, about Ray. So let's go ahead and t- move on to that. Plot okay, we're getting movie. to like the major, major, major thing. Okay, so yeah, let's go ahead and reveal Ray's parentage. She's actually, if you if you don't know already, she is um, the Emperor's granddaughter, a Palpatine. <laughs> it's time um, for me to go on a rant. Okay, <laughs> your turn. Go ahead, buddy. Okay, Rise of Skywalker. I mean, I already, <laughs> after watching the movie, I hate the title of the movie because it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I don't yeah, think, it's... I don't think... <laughs> Rise of Skywalker should be about a Palpatine who identifies as a Skywalker. I think that's just ridiculous. <laughs> uh, so I, I mean, they, she, I think they had potential to go to a, go on a different route that would have been completely like completely awesome. They had the potential of this to like do something where like this is right in front of you the whole time, and you didn't really notice it. And what I'm saying is that all right, so I can. Bring this all the way back to seven. Episode seven. Obviously, she's gonna be scared in a lot of situations, but she's still able to like pull off the upsets and victories. But she still has fear in her heart, and you can see it on her face, especially when she's fighting Kylo at the end of seven. You can definitely see that there's fear there. Um, episode eight. Even this, I'm biased towards my own idea, but I think my idea kind of redeems episode eight as well. Um, the throne fight when they're fighting those Praetorian guards, uh, Ray is like screaming her head off and shit like that, fighting with a scowl on her face. You could say that's anger or hatred, which you could pick whichever one you want to do. But I mean, how often do you see uh, a light side user fight like that with that much emotion? That's very true. That's like, a good point. N- nobody. Have you ever seen that? Nope. Exactly. So moving on to Rise of Skywalker, she's getting even more emotional in her fights. What I would have done personally is made Rise of Skywalker referring to an actual Skywalker. And what I mean by that is Kylo Ren. I would have had Rey actually strike down the Emperor and have a cool little scene where she's taken her lightsaber and they've... I kind of approve of this retcon that they did because it's still a kind of cool idea. They could have done this on screen where she's corrupting um, a blue lightsaber crystal into making it red. And then Kylo Ren rises up and defeats her and rides the Skywalker. Okay. That makes sense, I guess. But, you know, I could see where they made sense with their movie, where they were going with their title of their movie, too, because obviously, you know, Ray was her, you know. Her parents were her, what's the word I'm looking for? Her, like her foster parents were pretty much Luke and Leia. Those were the two that, you know, she took under, you know, who took her under their wing the most or than anybody. So I could see where she was trying to leave her Palpatine and she was never a Palpatine. She was never wanted to be a Palpatine. You know, she never was really a Palpatine if you think about it, other than the blood, you know, but I don't know. I could see where she was going where she wanted to be a, a was naming herself Skywalker at the end of that because Luke and Leia were her closest like parental figures that she ever had. Um, you can argue Han, but that was really short lived and he didn't really do much for her, but um, I don't know. So that's where I was going with it. And I was okay with the, 
the movie, especially how it all ended, where she was at at the end of Tatooine burying the, uh, oh, you know, the lightsabers in the sand. Yeah, of course, Anakin's lightsaber getting buried in the sand. That's I terrible. I don't like that. I know it, it is. How, it is. Do you like that? No, I thought it was pretty fucked up, and I love the. That's insult. That's <laughs> literally love... insult to injury. They are fucking up Anakin's legacy. She was like, giving it to a Palpatine, and then he, she fucking buries his lightsaber in sand. <laughs> you know, she wasn't bearing Anakin's lightsaber. Technically, she was bearing Luke's lightsaber at that time. Oh, where did he get it from? Yeah, I get it. You know, but when ah, I don't know. I, I, yeah, I get it. It was ultimately Anakin's lightsaber. Maybe he is got it, it from somebody. You, you can know, say that <laughs> there's still some part of Anakin attached to that lightsaber. Yeah, yeah, of course. But I don't know. I, yeah, I guess I, I can see where you're going, but you know, Ray didn't know Anakin. She never knew Anakin. She didn't know he hated sand. She knew Luke. <laughs> She's like, I like sand, so I'm gonna bury this shit I mean, here. She, she was sledding in the sand. That was something she did in Episode Seven. Something she did at the end again, right there, but. You know, yeah, and the fact I don't that they. Know why we need to see you fucking sand sledding. It was just calling back to uh, everything from the beginning when everything was innocent. The beginning of episode seven and the beginning of episode four, both of them, you know, with them ending at Lars' uh, homestead. The Whee! Lars' homestead, you know. <laughs> and going down and, uh, you know, to the same shots. How come that shit doesn't look burnt? Uh, it's been a while. It's been decades in the sand has covered it and it's got all sandy again. Nobody's been living there. I mean, it's it barren. Empty. Burnt. Looks like it was just abandoned. Well, I mean, the dust I mean, and everything abandoned, would... But... Yeah, it was, but I mean, and you don't think the dust in the sand would have covered up the burnt and all the black charredness by now? It's so, been what? So it's been... At least some there. We didn't get to see it all. Oh, yeah, okay. That's, yeah. I'll let that one go. That's just a minor thing. I was just talking shit. Yeah, I still no, kind of enjoyed the movie. I was, I just, it was all right. That's, it was all right to me. Okay, how did you like uh, Ray's lightsaber at the end? That's probably one of the few things I liked. It's the, the day, first, of, yeah. The first appearance of the yellow lightsaber on screen. Yeah, that's fine with me. I like Badass. that. Badass. Don't see it in action, but yeah, I liked it. And then, did you know, like? Did you realize, like, something else I also read after the movie that, you know, would have been a nice to add in, but, you know, she made her lightsaber out of her bow staff that she used throughout the movie? Uh, that was one of the spoilers I read. Oh, okay. You read a spoiler before? Uh, it was all over Twitter. It was kind of hard to avoid seeing spoilers, okay. and I knew the yellow lightsaber was coming, and when I saw the picture, I kind of looked at it closely, and I was like, that's definitely from her staff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was... It was nice. A lot of people didn't know that, I guess, and people were complaining. Where'd she get the lightsaber? How'd she build the light? You know. I mean, I complain about that. No. No. And then, um, you know, the I like the touch of the yellow because you know her being the last Jedi and having all the knowledge of everything, and you know, with all the, literally all these former Jedi, you know, Force ghosts with you know at her back, she is pretty much the guardian of the Jedi Order, the last being you know the only Jedi left. So. I thought that was kind of cool because if you do know Star Wars lore, the yellow lightsabers, you know, the guardian used as the Sentinels, um, who are the guardians of the Jedi Temple, and just some total badasses usually. Well, it's been changed a little bit. Retcons well, and shit. Well, what is the yellow I mean, lightsaber? Yeah, oh, it was used mostly just for as it was that it was used mostly by the guardians now, according to the retcon, but. You're right. Like it did come from the Sentinels originally in the Old Republic. It was just as common as it was for green and blue. Yep. Yep. Not necessarily a um, Jedi Knight, but a uh, Sentinel. Uh, if you don't it's, know, you should it's a metal. It's out. a middle. It was the middle ground for a uh, Knight and a Counselor. There are balance uh, for those between those two classes. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Uh, you know, they were. Just as in-depth inept with the Force as they were with uh, um, lightsaber combat, which makes them total badasses, if you know if you know, know anything much about Star Wars lore. But they don't exist anymore. No. Well, now now they do. Ray does. Well, do. Would you call her a sentinel? Oh, well, no. <laughs> I don't know. Well, well, she's a Skywalker. That's all that matters. Yeah. But you don't like that. But I mean, is there, let's see. What else can we talk about in this movie? What did you think about, um, you know, what? how the final the final battle 
I did not like how one of my favorite characters from the original trilogy barely got any screen time. Why bring him back at all? Lando? No, Wedge Antilles. Oh. <laughs> yeah, no, that was kind of just like a, a paying homage to the final battle and the you know the final Can he dog give fight. Give his own the... fucking X-wing. God. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. That was. He was I... one of the best pilots they had, and he's just uh, a gunner. He was the he was the Poe Dameron of the original trilogy, you know. Yeah, he was second to Luke. That was it. No, I did kind of like how they brought up how Poe pretty much was a drug smuggler back in the day. A spice? Yeah, spice is like the drugs in Star Wars. Yeah. So he was pretty much like a, a cocaine mule. Yeah, I mean, that was, that was, that was something that <laughs> A happened. galactic cocaine mule. I mean, I don't know. Like, so one of the things that I kind of enjoyed was the fact that, you know, the Emperor threw uh, Ben Solo down the pit, you know, because, oh, we didn't really talk about Kylo Ren's turn. We didn't talk about Kylo Ren's turn to Ben Solo. I mean, yeah, we knew it. It was going to happen. Yeah, that was the thing that got spoiled for me before I saw the movie. That was before, and I, I went opening night, you know, thir- that Thursday it opened at like 10 o'clock. Uh, so I, I wasn't, you know, I didn't wait. I wasted no time. I was there opening night, and uh, even that got spoiled for me. It was Kylo Ren holding the blue lightsaber that we all knew was coming. It was really, really kind of disappointing to see it was that. a letdown it was a complete letdown yeah it was cool that it happened he's kind of helped he like he's running with a blue lightsaber defeated the knights of ren in like two seconds joins ray and then gets thrown off a cliff immediately thrown down a pit just like his granddad did to the emperor which i thought <laughs> was a, a nice callback but yeah no like the whole turning back to ben solo would have been nicer if it wasn't spoiled um and like me personally i was really confused about the whole uh han solo appearance um during that moment but i guess now <laughs> of course something else that was explained after the movie and you know as blake calls it a jk rowling um, yeah that when leia dies giving you know trying to get to ben solo during his battle with ray getting to her son ben uh was still at kylo at this point uh, as he's battling ray and she gives her life to reach out to him and i guess that was her force you know one of her last things that she did was to reach to uh, ben and that was through her force i guess brought that memory out of han to kind of help ben turn back to her oh. help fucking kylo turn back to ben okay catch all right drift. All right. I mean, they, so, they could have. They didn't even really... to, like put that in the deleted scene or leave that out and explain it in a book. They could have at least showed her somewhat using the force, right? That would have been easy. Well, well I mean, she kind of did die. Like, I, I don't know. Like, that was they should. They didn't really explain that at all. She kind of just laid down and died, um, <laughs> and then like <laughs> she, didn't, she didn't say anything. She just laid down and died, dude. I mean, that would have been nice if there was a little more context to that. Uh, but I guess, you know, she did that to reach out to Ben in like a last ditch effort to turn him to the light side, which I guess worked, you know. Uh, but, you know, I, I was really confused on when Han's, Han first appeared. I'm like, you know, what's going on here? Is this like a Force ghost? But it was not a Force ghost. It was, it was just... a the force being weird and the force works in mysterious ways and something along those lines. Yeah. But I guess it was just a memory of Kylo one of Kylo's memories after Uh, his, I call it lackluster lackluster fight with Ray. Yeah. I mean, did you enjoy that lightsaber fight? I don't really remember much of it. No, there really weren't that many great fight scenes in this movie. No, there wasn't. When Ray nope. and Kylo joined up together, like I said, Kylo got thrown out immediately, and it, I would have been excited if the Emperor pulled out a lightsaber. Yeah, that would have got me excited, but no, it didn't happen. Nope, he stayed there on his little fucking next to his Whatever left support system, and yeah, yeah, and you know, was there a was there a plug that someone could have just like you know. <laughs> And, you know, powered him down, or <laughs> you know, is know. that a possibility? I don't know. And um, and then he goes, no. "I have another clone since you killed my clone," and some shit along those lines. Uh, I don't know. 
I don't know. And then, like, who's to say he's not dead this time, you know? Fuck. I don't know. Uh, I don't the whole, know. Like, the whole saga's dead. So he's dead. Well, I guess. I don't know. No there, more uh, Skywalkers. Well, there's already talk about Rick appearing in another, you know, Fuck something off. else. Uh, there is. There is. There's already talk uh, about Rick appearing in further Star Wars material. from let Dis- it be I, done. Whether it's How? Disney Plus material, I don't know. Daisy Ridley's been one of the ones that says she doesn't want to come back to this shit. Well, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I've also seen a little a funny a bit, uh, like a video montage about her saying she has no job after this movie. She hasn't had a job, any you know, job offers, and she's like, I'm unemployed. Hire me. I have no job. Hire me. Like, I'm sure she'll be fine. <laughs> Something tells me she'll be fine. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Um, uh, so, I'm sure you must have been disappointed, though. We haven't really talked about the Knights of Ren that much. Uh, yeah, because there's nothing to talk about. <laughs> You've been so <laughs> excited about this. Yeah. This is the thing you're most excited for. Yes, yes, it was. And it was a huge letdown. That was they one of the big complaints. The yeah, they did appear in the movie, finally. Um, they are standing around, mostly. Yeah, and then what they do? Nothing. They got beat by their fucking boss, and you know, Most obviously that's movie, gonna happen. They're literally just shown standing or walking. That's it. Literally, they weren't doing anything until they had to do something, and then they got their asses absolutely whooped. Yep, they weren't these badasses that they were made out to be, that they could have been. And the same very... goes for these Sith troopers. Yeah, it's so disappointing. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that the direction they could have gone that I'm hoping that this, you know, and hold on, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and pardon me for real fast. I'm going to pull something up. Um, I'm looking for that JJ cut post on Reddit. Cause it went, is that something to do with uh Seth troopers? Yeah. So it was, it was Kylo on Mustafar. That was confirmed. Um, in the beginning when he went to, um, the, get the wayfinder, and the original scene was apparently two minutes longer, and there was a moment where Kylo seemed to dizzy, and his vision was blurry for a second, almost as if time had stopped. And that was when he was doing the slow-mo fighting. Um, he hears Vader's um, breathing in the background and shakes his helmet. And that's when he jumps into the battle again. Um, there was apparently a, um, some of the light speed jumping segment um, that was scenes cut that were from Kashyyyk, Naboo, and Kamino. Um, I don't know if you've seen that. We didn't mention that. It looked like it, one of the planets was Coruscant, which is something we haven't seen since, you know, the Revenge of the Sith. Uh, I don't know if you agree with me on that. Did that look like Coruscant? Kind of, Skipping? but I, was just, I, didn't, I wasn't really taking it in. Yeah. It was yeah, just it something that I mean, was happening. Yeah, but apparently there was also Kashyyyk, Naboo, and Kamino, where also some of the planets that were supposed to be there. Um the scene where the TIE fighters are chasing them, um, blah, 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 was inspired by a game the Jedi used to play. Um, Janna was confirmed to be Lando's daughter, so you were right there. Um, I guess when Rey not only healed Kylo Scar after that lackluster battle we talked about, uh, she actually killed Kylo when she healed Ben. You know, Kylo ceased to exist when Rey healed him, uh, blah, blah, blah. It was um, blah, blah, blah. Le- um, that was Leia using her own memories as well as Ben's to create a physical manifestation of his own thoughts to nudge him towards what he needed to do. That was her way of communicating with him. That wasn't possible without her dying in the process. She made the ultimate sacrifice for her son, and this flew over the people's heads with the Disney cut. So that makes <laughs> yeah. Because in the um, Disney cut, like she said, what'd she do? Uh, she just died. Lay down and died. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. Okay. Um. Finn wanting to tell Ray something was always meant to be for sensitivity. In the three-hour cut, it's explicitly stated there was a moment um, when he and Janna were running on the top of the Star Destroyer. Uh, Finn needed to move something, and he forced moved it and was really surprised by that action. This was replaced with uh, BB-8 fixing whatever need- or moving whatever needed to be done. Um, the Babu Frick was nearly cut because Disney thought he was going to be the new Jar Jar. They were actually surprised how much people loved him. Um, this was all. That was all JJ's idea. I, and I guess there was a bunch that, of. But I hit my desk and my mic got fucked up. <laughs> I did hear that. I was just gonna let it slide. Because <laughs> I was pissed about what could have been Finn. Yeah, yeah. There was a lot of possibility. That's probably Even the like... thing that pissed me off the most is that Finn 
it was the best thing to come out of Disney Star Wars, in my opinion. And they did absolutely nothing with him. You know what? The best thing to come out of Disney Star Wars, in my opinion, is John Boyga. He is a fucking one of the greatest yeah. fucking actors. Like so personally, <laughs> like yes, he's great. Like he's I fucking mean, just the fact that he's like right now. I know, and he does not give a fuck. And like I, I just personally love that that he is like so outspoken, and it's just great. You know, he hates how his character was portrayed, and he he thought that the original movie was gonna, you know, he was gonna develop a lot more, but there was really no character development for Finn at all. Really, and he's talking shit on Raylos too. Yep. Yep, and yep, they yep. fucking hate him. <laughs> He's all this Star Wars romance and shows him fighting and stabbing her, you know. <laughs> and then them kissing. <laughs> uh, but here's another thing from the um the apparent the apparent JJ cut. We don't know if this is hundred you percent know, true or not. But there's a bunch of scenes where Ray and Kylo uh, separately went through quiet moments of reflection to deal with what they were going through on her part. Ray going through the realization that there's something sinister about her past. Uh, him going through regret and remorse and trying to shut it out. Um, the source says that Kylo's scenes were especially amazing because of Adam Diver's performance um, and how he managed to portray, portray that inner turmoil. It provided much more context and added to the deeper meaning of his battle with Rey and the final redemption arc at the end, but it didn't happen so suddenly and it was more structured than what we got. Um, Ray and Kylo scene where he dies was at least four minutes longer with more dialogue, and Ben was always supposed to die. Source also added that it, um, he wasn't, um, if he wasn't, then what might have been an earlier draft, which they haven't read. Okay, so if he wasn't, there was an earlier draft that nobody really read. The first draft uh, included Lando, um, the Raylo kiss, and Ben's death was not a part of the reshoots. Um, it was a part of the re-editing, even though the cut that JJ thought was coming out earlier this month had a longer version of that scene. So that was the scene um, that was supposed to be in the movie from the JJ cut. I guess there was more to it. So he was uh, just, like, clueless to what they were going to release. Apparently. I mean, this is all – this is a Reddit post that was okay. going – you know, this is just rolling around. And obviously JJ was not happy with The Last Jedi – um, where the story t- went with the last Jedi, and the final result was a mix of where the story uh, was and what Disney wanted it. Um, JJ's got it over the final result, and Star Wars means a lot to him. Blah blah blah. Yeah. So I don't know. There was just it's gonna a be kind of this... difficult for me to get beyond this movement because I'm not gonna watch it on DVD. I don't really plan on it. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm too tired. Uh, the next Star Wars I'm gonna watch is the Clone Wars. And after that, it's going to be The Mandalorian. So you're watching Clone Wars right now? No, the next season starts next month. Oh, they're going to—they're continuing. Yeah. Where was um? Where did the, the series leap off? Like what? Um, it was a long time ago, but I'm also not going to tell you that. Oh come on. No, it's it, it did get into <laughs> some crazy ass weird shit. Not gonna lie. I I, not, I can't even tell you what happened towards the end because it gets in, into some crazy weird shit. But yeah, I won't say anything because no one saw what happened coming. I think people, anybody who watched the Clone Wars, kind of knows what I'm talking about with that weird Force thing. But yeah, I'm not gonna tell you that. Was was that when ah- Ahsoka Tano made the lightsaber white? No, no. Uh, was that was earlier. I don't think that happened in the Clone Wars. Was that Rebels? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that. Well, I don't think you you see her. I haven't, I haven't, I haven't finished watching Rebels. I, I'm like on season two, but yeah, okay, I, don't I, need, I need to start watching Clone Wars, Wars again. Yeah, Clone Wars is legit. I started it's watching it with Abel. Show. It's not. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> <I> just, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> I'm watching it with my four year old. It's not a kid show. Fuck. Well, at, at the beginning, for quite a while, it is a kid show, but as it progresses, it gets a lot darker, a lot more killing and shit, especially when Savage Press and Darth Maul make their way into the show. Okay, so is Darth Maul in Rebels 2? Uh, yes, but like I said, he, I haven't seen him appear in Rebels, but I do know what happens to him already. So, overall, what did you think of this trilogy? Um, <laughs> the over, the trilogy overall, uh, I give it a seven out of ten, and a lot of that credit is just on the fact that it's Star Wars. Um, that's terrible. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. And I, I, let me just say this: I don't own any of the the sequel movies. I own the prequels and the original trilogy, but I don't own the sequel movies. I watch them on Disney Plus with my kids, uh, just so they're you know. Because my son likes Kylo Ren, you know, it took him to that, you know, Galaxy's Edge, and you know, we got to see Kylo Ren, all that cool stuff. So he he likes it. He's got, you know, he's got his Kylo Ren action figures. He likes Kylo Ren. Um, so I watch those with him. Uh, let me tell you, I'm not gonna buy like the, <laughs> I got the uh, the sequel, like the three pack, and I got the original trilogy three pack. You know, um, I'm not gonna be buying the um, the see, sequel trilogy good. three pack. No, no, it's not. It's I mean the seven out of ten, and like I said, it's mostly off the fact that it's Star Wars. I mean, yeah, seven... you're nicer than me than I am. What are you giving it? Um, I think I feel like I'm being generous. Um, I'm giving it. I feel like I'm right when I say it's uh they got two out of three movies right, and that's like sixty seven percent. So it did like good enough to not fail pretty much. It got a D, in my opinion. Jeez. Jeez. Uh, and I'm docking an extra five percent because of what it did to the fandom. Because right now we're pretty much we might as well be Spider Man fans. Hey hey hey. Our, like use... we're on the same level as Spider Man fans of how much we hate each other. I don't know. I guess I don't. Fuck, dude. That's pretty bad. <laughs> Are we not? That's pretty bad. Are we not? I mean, I try to be on the neutral grounds with everybody, but yeah, yeah, it's pretty ugly out there, man. It's really bad. It is. You know, I mean, I like the originals and the prequels. I'm just gonna leave it at that. I like Star Wars. <laughs> I like Star Wars. So I'll leave it at that. Trilogy? <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm gonna answer from now on. Uh, I'm gonna, that's how I'm gonna answer from now on. I like Star Wars. Um, you hear someone talking like, "Man, I love the sequel trilogy." Trilogy, and like, "Yeah, I like Star Wars too." <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't even know if I'd even engage in that conversation. <laughs> mm. I mean, there's stuff I, I like. I would take out of it, you know. Um, I, I, I still enjoyed episode seven. Yeah, episode seven was great. It changed um, my mind because I was very firm on my idea. I wanted to see a Jedi Academy, and I changed it. I was like, hey, I, I like where they're going with this sequel trilogy. I'm excited to see what's to come. And then my hopes and dreams were crushed. Yep. Um, you know, but some of the things like, okay, so I did like really in this movie how J.J. Uh, Abrams – tried his best to throw shade at Ryan Johnson's travesty that was uh, episode eight that let's just be honest it ruined the trilogy um it did ruin the trilogy but hardcore it, it was bad uh, episode eight fucked everything up I'm gonna go yeah. out and say it hate me if you want I don't give a damn it was bad it was not it didn't fit the mold for the rest of the sequel and it was and, Star Wars trying not to be Star Wars uh, and but I did love how J.J. Abrams made several attempts to kind of make up for that especially the line when uh, ray is frustrated and angered and she throws her lightsaber into the fire and the force ghost of luke appears out of nowhere grabs it uh, hands her lightsaber back and tells her a jedi's weapon should be treated with more respect a huge you know show throwing shade uh, call back to when uh Luke tossed uh, the lightsaber over his shoulder at the beginning of The Last Jedi, a scene that infuriated many fans uh, because that was just out of character for what one the of the fuck? greatest Jedi yeah, of what was time. with that? Yeah, he just throws it over his shoulder into the ocean like it was nothing. And, you know, just... Throw it over eh. his shoulder. Let me go put some hobo clothes on real quick, and then I'll talk shit <laughs> to you. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, you know, it does... Now, also, I did see something, too, that it does make more sense about the fact that he was you know, so hesitant on training her and was almost afraid of training her, uh, knowing that he was a pal. And, and it does kind of go back on what he says. He doesn't know anything about her or anything. But then this movie, he says he knows her uh, lineage the entire time. Salvaging, uh, and it kinda, yeah. Yeah, and it kind of does make some sense how he was so hesitant and scared, knowing that she was a Palpatine and everything that happened with Ben becoming Kylo. So... Um, I thought you were gonna bring up the um the mention of the holder the yeah, mention of the holdo maneuver in episode. <laughs> <nine>. <laughs> yes, 
<laughs> yeah, the hold. They did mention the hold-up maneuver. Um, what, so, I, I mean, I guess it was one of the few things I did like about <laughs> episode eight is like the suicide dive that took out a bunch of ships. That was kind of cool. Um, so that was cool that they mentioned that. Um, that it was a one in a million shot. Yeah. Um, I guess. I mean, I don't see how that was. You know, why not just drive a ship hyperspeed through a fleet of ships? I mean, how is that a one in a million shot? You know, that just seems like well, it would Well, they worked. had to say that <laughs> so they wouldn't ruin every space battle that ever took place. Like, why weren't they just doing this to begin with? So I yeah. guess the chances are pretty rare of it happening. I guess. So, like yeah, I said, they're I salvaging guess. and they're trying to yeah. make, make more sense. Yeah. So, um, I mean, there was... Uh, overall, I enjoyed the movie. I would give the movie like an eight and a half, eight eight and a half out of ten. Okay. Uh, personally, because there was a lot of things that I mean. Overall, it was just a, a pretty solid movie. Uh, there was some stuff that was you know would have been nicer if they had more context. Uh, I did like the ending. It was very you know for the saga to wrap up the saga. It was really nice to see you know the whole the parallels between that and the beginning of the saga at the New Hope. That was probably my favorite part. That that kind of got me like all felt me had me feeling all warm and fuzzy inside as a Star Wars fan, knowing that this trilogy was you know really coming to, or this you know saga was really coming to an end. Um, that was probably my favorite part about it was just the the callbacks and flashbacks. Um, and that was all just fucking sentimental, you know, yeah. stuff. That was nothing really to do with the movie itself. <laughs> but, I mean, oh, the movie so was good. You, the movie you was enjoyed good. getting reminded of something earlier in the past. I'm, I'm, I'm taking a half a point. It's an eight. Eight out of ten. Yeah. <laughs> You're too nice. What are you giving the movie, Blake? A seven. And a I, seven. Feel like, I feel like I'm being generous with that. Yeah, I think an eight is generous. I think an eight is generous. Um, but what, give me some reasons why that's your overall score. It just seems like they've gone downhill with their skill to create a lightsaber fight. I I don't know what they're doing with choreography, but <sighs> I don't. It's it seems obvious that they just ditched investing in choreography completely. Because we've seen amazing stuff in the past. Even in the original trilogy, there's still good choreography there. But no. Um, another thing, I don't know. It seems like they're more in, <laughs> they're more intent about like creating new characters that people would think they're cool or cute instead of focusing on a well-rounded story. You mean they're being Disney? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I heard that. Disney. <laughs> Disney. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm surprised, honestly, that The Mandalorian turned out as successful as it has with, uh, you know, with everything that's been going on in the movies. I think that's obviously due to the lack of, um, you know, corporate interference, like you'd mentioned. And I'm really hoping that if we do in the future get more movies, that they will, you know, kind of hear all this fan discontent. And realize that, you know, all this Kathleen Kennedy interference and bullshit and, you know, Disney needs to keep their grubby little mouse paws off of it. And uh, just let Star Wars be Star Wars and written by the people who know Star Wars. I mean, George Lucas, come on, man. Do something, man. You got you to gotta claim I mean, the they, children, man. They know you're going to buy it, so why would they put in the effort? Because, dude, why not? You know, why yeah, not here's your plate of shit. Eat it, complain all you want, but you're still paying me money. Why not make something that's gonna make the fans happy? I mean, they'll both buy shit too. I mean, it's not that people weren't buying shit from the prequels and the sequels. I mean, the prequels in the original trilogy, that shit sold, baby. You know how many Star Wars uh, prequel toys that I still have to this day? Like, yeah, that's that shit sold, man. Like, so what that there's no cute fuzzy little porgs or Babu Fricks or a new little baby droid in each movie. It's going to sell regardless, man. Like, <laughs> I, I mean, it requires I, extra effort to make something good. Yeah, you're right. You know, an, an effort. And that's the key <laughs> word is an effort. And I feel like J.J. Abrams was the only one who was willing. And, and the actors, of course, obviously. Actors are obviously always giving their best efforts uh, regardless yeah. of the script. But I feel like when it comes to the higher-ups and the, 
you know, production team and like whoever the higher, you know, the people who wrote the story that made it, the only people who really were trying were JJ Abrams. I don't know, man. It was just a mess. You could tell based off of all the interference, you could see it's so like, how often do you ever like just be able to right off, straight off the bat, be able to tell how much studio interference has been a part of it. And like, it's bad. You know, it's bad when you could just look at a movie and tell like just how much it was just choppy. The movie was choppy, man. It really was. It also sucks that you lose all potential to work with all these amazing actors and actresses in the future. They don't want nothing to do with Star Wars now. It's really unfortunate. It really is. Pretty um, much everybody in the movies, they don't want anything to do with Star Wars now. Yeah, which kind of makes brings me to a question that I've been thinking about. It's kind of came out after the last episode of The Mandalorian. I don't know if we've talked about it yet. Um but, you know, obviously there's been talk of Mandalorian Season 2 obviously being renewed and going to be coming out uh, fall of 2021, I believe. Or fall I think of 2020. it's 2020. Yeah, it's 2020. Okay, so good. So, this good, year. Good. so we don't have that much that long to wait. Uh, but there's been talk about a, you know, a, a former Star Wars, former characters from Star Wars um, coming back. Now, Blake, do you have any thoughts about that? They're going to be making an appearance in The Mandalorian Season 2. I mean, it'd make most sense for... The Mandalorian to try and find a Jedi to bring babe, the child to you since people are get, still getting upset about it being called Baby Yoda. Fuck it. I know. But yeah, he's going to try. I think he's going to try to find a Jedi to bring Baby Yoda to. Okay. Now, do you have any idea of which Jedi he might be going after? Because this movie takes place after the return of the Jedi. So hey, this is, it's weird. Luke? It's it. Leia? Yeah, it could be Luke or Leia, but... How can it be Leia? I don't know. It can't be Leia. I I wouldn't want to... Yeah, sure, you're right. But Leia's still alive. (laughs) R.I.P. Carrie Fisher. Yeah, Yeah. it's not going to be Leia, so... And it probably won't be Luke based off his discontent. Mark Hamill's discontent. That thing over the cliff? (laughs) (laughs) He's like, hey, you look familiar. It's gonna just take him to Dagobah and drop him off in a swamp and leave. <laughs> so I don't. I'm not a fucking babysitter. I tried this with my nephew already. No. <laughs> no. Throw <laughs> a house at me. Oh, um, shit. I don't know. It's got to be a Jedi. I don't know. You think so? Yaddle, is, I don't. Is Yaddle still alive? I don't know. She survived the purge. I don't know. Maybe her. Um. Uh, can't be Obi Wan. So you think for sure it's a Jedi? You don't that think it sense. could be like, you know, it could. You don't think it's somebody that's just might just appear. You don't think it's gonna necessarily be somebody he's seeking. Like I was thinking honestly, this would be a great time. Talk about to Boba s- Fett. Of course, but let me yeah. finish my goddamn sentence. <laughs> As it yes. comes with the boots. What boots? Uh, yeah, the armor. The no, armor. The, I'm talking about the. We don't know who exactly those boots. Whose boots those belong to? We seen walking up in one of the earlier episodes. We heard that clink, clink, clink. It was a very classic sound. Oh, I forgot about that. When the yeah, that was something that they never touched on. I um, but I was just thinking more necessarily the fact that it was kind of pretty much confirmed that you know Boba Fett made it out of the Sarlacc pit. Um, yeah, it could have been Boba Fett walking up right there, and he wouldn't get along with Mando. No. I don't think you get along. He's like, why you got that fucking baby? Yeah, I'll take but, that. Like, I'll, I'm gonna take that. Actually, I I want some money. Yeah, he will. Uh, he has no remorse. Boba Fett is, you know, that would be really cool and a big fan service to bring somebody back. Um, that's pretty much been confirmed alive that we have not got to see since you know he died, fell into the Sarlacc pit. Um, um I had another idea, but yeah, I'm go ahead sure you first because I got one more too. I'm not sure if it would count. For the requisites that they're saying for this character to appear. And it would also kind of ruin some potential for another form of media. But it it could possibly be Cal Kestis. Uh, yeah. that I don't know if I would like that. I don't think I, I would like I would, that. I wouldn't like it either because they want the next game. And if you make the game after the Mandalorian, like what? So... No matter what happens, Cal Kessis survives. So I maybe not that one then. Yeah, I don't think I would like that. Um, but you know which one I've actually been campaigning for on Twitter, if you haven't seen it. 
Um, I'm trying to get this trending. So if you're listening right now, do me a huge favor. Go ahead and hop on any of your social meds. It's uh, the short for social media. Um, hop on that and uh, throw on the hashtag homeless jar jar because I, for one, would love to see the Mandalorian cross paths with a homeless, uh, deprived, uh, verge of death Jar Jar Binks. Uh, because those of you who don't know, Jar Jar took the fall after the Emperor um, took over as, you know, the Emperor. He was, you know, dumbass. obviously. Yeah, he was the Grand Chancellor, and he's the one who uh, granted emergency powers over to the Chancellor, and he became pretty much the Emperor after that. He took over the entire Republic and the turned it to an empire so um you know jar jar like a cameo experience or like an actual storyline attached to him no there's no story there i just want to see homeless jar jar man no everybody wants to no because that's been a big thing as you know a lot of people didn't know that you know jar jar was pretty much down though if they're talking about the character returning and it's just him but and it's a cameo why don't they just do that and bring back another character they could do that too. I think I think they That's did easy. say more than. I think they might have said plural characters. I don't know. That's um, easy. I don't have the article in front of me. But yeah, they could do that. But I mean, I would love. To, I'm just really campaigning for homeless jar jar. Give the people what they it. want for once, damn it. I want to see Din just kick him right in the face. <laughs> like Jar Jar gets oh, too close to the child, then he like starts playing with it, and then Din like comes over and like fucking kicks him. Or like, there's actually a bounty for Jar Jar. What have done? Steal some shit or something? Or are people still no, pissed? No, no, no. He's just he, yeah, people are just still pissed and they want him dead, man. <laughs> this motherfucker's still alive, so hunt him down. Easy they, they don't want him. They don't want him. They just want him dead. <laughs> Proof of the corpse. Or make his life more miserable. Just throws his head on a table. <laughs> his stupid ass little tongue's all hanging out. He keeps it no. as like a ornament for his uh his ship. Like he hangs it up at the cockpit. I don't care how. I want homeless Jar Jar. Hashtag homeless Jar Jar. I mean, I could see it happening in like the first episode. What is fucking Jabba's pet was in there? I forgot his Jabba's... name. Oh. You didn't hear that? Uh uh-uh. Yeah, Jabba's pet was in the first episode. I don't remember that. Salacious crumb, salacious bee crumb. What does uh, what does it fucking look like? I don't even like the little thing that he's the one that got R two D two like uh, shocked and he like jumped up on the ceiling and started swearing at him. Okay, you remember uh, that you was know in... what I'm talking about now? Yeah, that was... I don't remember seeing it in the Mandalorian though. Yeah, he was in the Mandalorian. I gotta go back and watch that first episode. Chandler actually said after we finished The Witcher, she wants to. Uh watch that so i'll rewatch that again shortly all right um, yeah hurry up and watch the witcher because it's good yeah i finally uh finished episode three that's something that won't let us down no not I yet shut up <laughs> <laughs> let I us mean, down in season eight i was gonna you know, i was gonna say <laughs> we've all seen game of thrones right you fucking asshole yeah we oh man we thought that wasn't gonna let us down <sighs> don't talk about season eight okay all right blake well i think that's pretty much going to be it for the rise of skywalker today i mean unless you have any final thoughts i'm glad other stuff is happening because <laughs> I'm, I'm done with star wars for a while at least a month at least a month yeah because I, I mean i'm clone wars yeah i'm pretty much done with the fallen order i haven't been playing it lately um it was fun it was a lot of fun my favorite part was uh the lightsaber customization, probably. Yeah, there's there's a lot of good things in that game. That's um, probably it's competing with the Mandalorian for the best form of Star Wars media right now. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Now, uh, do you, do you have like a lightsaber set that you use, or do you kind of just throw the pieces together? Different I, pieces. I like I put put together. Yeah, I put together I whatever about... looks cool to me, whatever is appealing to me. I don't remember what it is exactly because I haven't played Fallen Order in a while. While, while, what are you playing nowadays? Um, I just finished my replay of Doom just to prepare for the next Doom. Nice. That and... game could possibly win Game of the Year. It's people are sleeping on it. Really? Yeah. So I haven't been playing Doom, uh, ever. Never played a game of Doom. Damn. Uh, yeah. Um, 
So I need to probably get on that because now I, I know there's something on Netflix about Doom. Is that have you seen that? I don't, I don't want no no. It's the last Doom movie is bad enough. I mean the last Doom movie I liked it because it was hilariously it was hilariously bad. So oh that like first that, person shooter movie that was yeah I did not like that. No, it wasn't first. They only had one first person scene, but it's still like it's hilariously bad, like Starship Troopers. But I think this next one's like trying to be serious, so I'm not gonna watch it. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm with you there. I like I've never been big on Doom myself, but Damn. um, I know I'll try. It. Maybe I'll try it. If you're saying it's gonna win Game of the Year, that's definitely a game worth trying out. I mean, I say it's gonna be. Con- it could possibly win Game of the Year. People are sleeping on it. Contender because Cyberpunk is coming out this Oof. year. Yeah. DBZ Kakarot. Now I heard that it's just been released that DBZ Kakarot's going to be exploring some unexplored lore of DBZ and answering some questions and plot holes left out by the series. So comes out this gonna- month. Yes, and the seventeenth, I believe. So yeah. a couple weeks away. I am really, really hesitant on pulling the trigger on getting the $200 collector's edition because it does come with a dude it comes out with a badass you know how I am with my collectibles and my figures and it comes out with a badass I mean check out this statue if you haven't seen the go check out the you know DBZ Kakarot collector's edition and check out the statue that it comes with it is so sick so detailed it would look perfect on my DBZ shelf um, I'm gonna have to get a bigger shelf actually because that one's filling up pretty quick. Um, but yeah, man, it's uh, it's looking like it's gonna be a hell of a game. I'm excited for that one. I'm excited for Cyberpunk, and it looks like I've got Doom to look forward to. Also, uh, Blake, what one game of the year for 2019? Have they announced that yet? I think it was Sekiro. Died twice. I've never even heard of that game. I've heard of it. It's it's kind of like Dark Souls. But it's not. It's still an impressive game. Um, Is that the I one that Mark was talking about on uh, the uh, Slack chat? No, I mean the most recent one. He was talking about a different game. Okay. Um, so that that happened at the Game Awards. For better or worse, IGN gave a different game, Game of the Year, and that game was Control, which I think should have won Game of the Year. Okay, so that's one thing that I also have not gotten around to yet, but. Um, I was Damn. actually I was considering because I I do the physical games unlike you with your digital shit so I can trade my stuff in for partial credit so yeah. I was really actually thinking about taking a fallen order back and maybe getting control that was something I've been thinking about uh, if I yeah if if you can uh, do that game it's, for sure yeah if you have to choose between Doom well actually Doom probably won't cost that much at GameStop but definitely invest in getting in can get in control because it's definitely worth it. For sure, yeah. Because um, right now I am playing the Wind, um, Breath of the Wild. Excuse me, I almost said Wind Waker because that was like the last Legend of Zelda game I'd played on like the Nintendo DS. Uh, but I am playing playing Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild, and that game was freaking amazing. You know, there's not many games on the Switch I really go get into hardcore. Untitled um, Goose Game. Untitled Goose Game, dude. I almost bought that actually, instead, but <laughs> then I saw Breath of the Wild. And so I got that instead. But I, I it was like, oh, Untitled Goose Game, twenty bucks. Um, really wanted to get it, but didn't. Uh, Breath of the Wild is really fun, though. I might have to get Untitled Goose Game just, just cause in the near future. It's amazing. Ah, uh, looks like it. Ah, all right, Blake. Well, I guess that'll probably be it for today. Um, quick shout out to the man Bill Murray, uh, in case we didn't get around to that. Uh, but yeah, yeah Blake. Um. Any final words for the evening, the day, the morning, the, whenever the hell you're listening to this at the time? It could be midnight. It could be three in the morning. It could be the witching hour. When is the witching hour? I don't know. Blake. Three. It's three o'clock, isn't it? I don't know. Is it three o'clock? Yeah, three a.m. Isn't? I thought it was three a.m. Oh, well then I said three a.m. twice. Doesn't okay. matter. <laughs> All right, Blake. Uh, it was great talking with you again. Um, sorry you didn't enjoy Rise of Skywalker as much as I did. Uh, and after talking to you about it, I really didn't enjoy it that much. Um, <laughs> That's terrible. To say. It is. It is. Now that I like really break it down and talk about it out loud, like there's a lot of stuff. Like it, it's really sad to say, uh, but reading about the stuff that they cut out makes it a better movie. And if they were to release that, uh, you know, the apparent stuff that would have been cut out, I think it would make it a better movie with a lot more 
holes left out because there were a lot of shit that was left out. But just say it. Just say it before we end the episode. The new hashtag. Homeless Jar Jar. No, I thought you were gonna say release the Abrams cut. No, I'm not going to. I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna be that person. As much All as right. I think you, <laughs> as much I'm not okay. Because it's not like 100% confirmed it exists, as much like the Snyder Cut wasn't for the longest time, now that I'm pretty sure it has been confirmed it does exist, I will not be one of those obnoxious fuckers on social media, release the JJ Cut, release the JJ Cut, release the JJ Cut. Um, I'm just going to sit back and appreciate the movie for what it was, um, very little, and hope that maybe <laughs> maybe when they release it, it will uh, have more context to it. Um, but for now, that'll do it for the Nerd Grounds podcast. Thank you guys for listening, and you have a fantastic week. We will talk to you next time. Bye.